Coming to you from River Falls, Wisconsin, this is Filmology. I am Johnny G, and today I'm joined by... Tyler and Filmology. No. Follow our film. You're on, you're on Filmology right now. Tyler, you don't have to I, I, I forgot. I if, forgot. They, if they can hear you, they already know about the show. Okay, no. <laughs> Tiffany's also here. Thank you. She just doesn't want to talk. And... Eva's here. And Andy is also here. My thing is still pending. We are Sans, Nick, and Megan today. Uh, today's show, we're going to be doing some talk about Comic-Con news. We are going to be reviewing the Star Trek Beyond, Lights Out, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and our top five is top five space movies. I think we're just going to jump into Comic-Con news. We'll skip the housekeeping today. Comic-Con, everybody, what were your thoughts on the whole convention? It kind of just ended a few hours ago, actually. Overall, I'm pumped for everything. I didn't see Justice League. <laughs> well, I watched the trailer because because <laughs> you had to. you had to. It's had to. it's encoded into your DNA. It looks good. It looks good. Other than the Flash costume, which I'm not a fan of, but everything else looks good. I, I'm glad with the direction they're going with it, but it does feel like them just quickly putting in some humor. Yeah, because that's what they need to stay alive as a as a film franchise is humor. Which their boat would sink without it. <laughs> the boat already is sinking. Just the the weight of Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill trying to be serious will sink their boat. Henry Cavill, is he going to be in it? He has to be. I mean, he's, they didn't show him at all in the trailer, which was weird. He's probably <laughs> just hanging okay. out in some place. He's um, spoil. He's not going to come back for this one. I don't think. The, the very end, like the last shots. Mm-hmm. No, really. Mm-mm. He is going to come back when all hope is lost against Darkseid. Wolfenstein. The, the, the very end of part two. Wolfenstein is not going to be a big enough deal to awaken Superman. He's already, but at the end of the movie, you saw them like already kind of awoken. Yeah, but I'm guessing they're going to go with the more uh, accepted, um, the death of Superman, where it takes him more Superman. Where it, no, it just takes him a little while to get back on his feet. He's got to start out with Thank a walker you. first. Yeah, he does. Get himself ready to go. Yeah. Other news, uh, what else did DC have? Anything? Suicide Squad? And all Suicide Squad, The Killing Joke came out. I did not see it, which it, made it, me it, upset. It, well, it's out, it's out this Tuesday on digital the week after. I, uh, I had plans to go see it in theaters because there was a limited release, but then I got employed and I couldn't. <laughs> I'm going on Tuesday. Being employed sucks. It does, oh. I hate it. Are Wait. we excited for Wonder Woman? I am really excited for Wonder Woman. No, nobody else. The, the, the I, I saw a lot of slow motion action scenes that made me just think, "Oh, here's." Well, I didn't watch the trailer. Oh, okay. Well, I watched the trailer, and I could I could feel the Snyder coming through. You wrote the screenplay. Well, well, he was one of the writers for the screenplay. Did he also sit in front of the computer and change all the dials to make everything slow mo? The Wonder Woman movie was still being made when Batman v Superman wasn't out yet. So he hadn't learned his lesson yet. Well, he's also not directing it, so I, I mean... I okay, know. okay. I'd like to talk about the the, th- the trailer I was most excited for was uh, the Kong Skull Island trailer. Has me so pumped for that movie. Unhealthily pumped for that movie. I didn't watch the trailer. How does Kong look? I mean, I've been told he's the biggest Kong. Kong, Kong looks giant. Good. We don't Scary. see much, but the I was... The silhouette huge, was good. Yes, good silhouettes. You see his head at... A little yeah. bit. Um, I felt pretty much the exact same way I did watching the Godzilla trailer, which is a good sign. Because I love the Godzilla trailers, 
and I actually really like the Godzilla movie. Does this take place in modern times, or is it a um, period it, piece? It movie? looks like Vietnam era, which is why I'm they're just going. Like they're just going for Apocalypse Now nostalgia. That's all they're doing. Kind of, they're copying Apocalypse Now shots. They're just going Vietnam era, and I'm it, excited. It's not going to be in the Vietnam era. I uh, we'll see. We'll see. Weaponry. It looks like it, and like what they're wearing looks exactly like it. So what it essentially looks like is a monster movie in a Vietnam era Apocalypse Now setting, which. I think is going to be great. And it's got John Goodman, Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, um, Samuel L. Jackson. And he's, is just, and he's scary Sam this time. Yeah, this is a nice Sam. Is Samuel L. Jackson really a selling point anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, jeez. He didn't save that Tarzan okay. movie. Okay, the thing, the thing about Samuel L. Jackson movie. is, you gotta flip a coin. The spirit. Because half the time, his movies are gonna be awesome, and he's gonna be awesome. The other half of the time, you're going to be woefully disappointed. And we just had a bad Sam Jackson movie, so the next I one's going to be okay. I think I can count more bad movies that he's been in than good. They're always fun. The Spirit. Did anybody see that? No. no. Me? I, he was in 1408, though. You know, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be ridiculed relentlessly, but I love Snakes on a Plane. It's a fun bad movie. I mean, yeah, it is a fun bad movie. Is the one of the best bad movies I've ever seen? No, Piranha. No, um, one of the best. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is still my favorite. I need to watch this. It's so good. They have balloon animal tracking dogs. I seem to remember his campaign thing when he was going around answering stuff about snakes on a plane. I seem to remember him telling people it was bad in the interviews. I, do you think they actually tried to make a good movie? I don't think they did. No, I don't think anyone did, but... Okay, I shouldn't say anyone. Someone in that movie thought it was going to be a good movie. Am I wrong? There's got to be one it was person. Probably the snake handler. He's like, these snakes look awful good in this movie. This is going to be cool for the snake industry. For me, the things I was excited for, I watched uh, like four different versions of a live tweeting of the Marvel panel yesterday. As we're recording this, Brie Larson is officially Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Eva, you're excited for Brie Larson? Who's that? Room. Room. Yes! Yeah, I like that. You're breaking my heart. I'm sorry. I don't know any actors. Marvel just keeps pulling in all the best. Okay, the best you're, you're telling me. You're Brad Pitt. You're sitting at home. You're smoking a bong. <laughs> Marvel calls you up, and they're like, hey, we want you to be in our movie. You're going to say no to that? No, Brad, Brad Pitt should say yes, but Brad Pitt from, you know, 15 years ago should say yes. That's <laughs> no, where no, no, he'd be good in these. He could be generic. Mon- wait, he could be fine. He could be generic shield officer Why number twelve. Why are we talking 12. about Brad Pitt? Because he always I just, deserves. I just picked a random <laughs> actor. Uh, what else? They showed footage from uh, Thor Ragnarok, which has a very '80s logo now. Oh, I want to see that footage because I love Taiki Waititi, and I want to know what he's doing with this because I don't know how he's going to make this. They movie. filmed a skit that apparently was very funny that. Might be leaking online shortly. Chris Hemsworth has proven his comedy chops. Yeah, Ghostbusters, woo! <laughs> and all of you people who hate our Ghostbusters review. Going, going <laughs> who hate our Ghostbusters review? A lot of Ghostbusters fans, people who <laughs> never saw the movie, who are pissed that I. They were blinded by nostalgia, and they'll probably hate me for saying that. That's okay, <laughs> Tyler. Haters gonna hate. They could, they gonna hate. <laughs> It's okay, we'll get into more hatred for a Star Trek review. Oh, yeah. Also, there was, there was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy footage shown, Volume 2 as well. Yeah, I don't and like the Finn thing. 
The what? The fin on uh, Yondu's head. Like, it looks it's like a mohawk. No? I didn't see the penny picture, but I, I heard about it, and I heard it's kind of a throwback to the comics. And from the sounds of it, they're really bringing up a lot of the same spirit of the original and the new one, which I expected, and I'm glad. I'm nothing but excited. It's How many times did we see the first one? Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot. Probably five at least. I think I saw it five times in the year. I think that was my most times going to see a movie in theaters was Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know if they were all... They weren't all in theaters, but maybe three times in theaters. Oh, I saw it more than that. But together. Yeah. Andy just sat in the theater all day. <laughs> I, pretty much, show. dude. But, uh, is there anything else we have to talk about from Comic-Con? I mean, there's some Pokemon Go news, which is unrelated, but... Pokemon Go. The, 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 who picked up the rights for that? Was it uh, Legendary Pictures? No, I didn't hear they picked up rights. Somebody, for it. somebody picked up the rights to the Pokemon Go movie. This was before Comic Con, so it kind of got hooray. Yeah, Legendary Pictures picked up the rights to uh, the Pokemon film. Okay, so all right. I don't know if any other Comic Con news really came out. I feel like we're missing stuff, but I mean, we probably are. But I mean, we went over most of the main um, trailers. Has anyone seen reviews for The Killing Joke? Yes. Wow. Overall, really good. Yes. All right. Uh, oh, TV pilots. That's the other thing that happened. They showed a Riverdale. I think the Archie show. Have you heard about this? No. Am I the only Archie fan? Yeah, I think I am. Nobody cares Archie. about Archie. Yeah, Archie. I think my dad's into Archie. <laughs> yes! That's where John says, I am your father. I'm pretty sure we have... Um, I'm pretty sure we have a couple Archie lunchboxes, actually. Well, they, they relaunched the comic, like, a year ago with Mike Wade writing it, and it's fantastic. But the, the show is uh, high school drama mixed with Twin Peaks, is what it's been described as. And did anyone, anyone watch Twin Peaks here? Or am I alone again? I'm alone I again. You're alone again. <laughs> okay. John's I'm aware of its existence. John, you won't be alone for long. I've been meaning to watch it for a long time. When does the show come out? you have a job, Andy. I know. I have no time. <laughs> I had all the time in the world for two and a half months. You're like the rest of us again. Two and a half glorious months. I should just just cash in on my good looks and Aryan heritage and not work. He's all that white privilege. Yeah, man. (laughs) All right, I think we've talked about it. I don't think we have anything else. I was waiting to see when he would interrupt us. (laughs) I don't think we have anything else to talk about. Um, Don't cut that, John. All right, you, Star Trek up. We're gonna, uh, we're, we, up. we are gonna jump into our review for Star Trek Beyond. So here is the trailer for Star Trek Beyond. My dad joined Starfleet because he believed in it. I joined on a dare. You joined to see if you could live up to him. He spent all his time trying to be your dad. means to be you. We were overwhelmed by something. Something we've never seen before. I know this isn't the last of my crew. But this is my last report as the captain of the Starship Enterprise. USS Enterprise crew explores the furthest reaches of uncharted space, where they encounter a new ruthless enemy who puts them and everything the Federation stands for to the test. Bum bum bum. 
too bad it didn't feel like it. Star Trek Beyond, third in the series. <laughs> first is... not directed by Abrams. All right, first thoughts, everybody. This John, is, this first thoughts. This is the uh, 50th anniversary of Trek. I was expecting kind of like a Skyfall movie, the best of the best. Like just Adele songs <laughs> sprinkled throughout. I do like Adele, so I did Adele. like their music choice. I'll say that for the film. Yeah. For you're talking about Star Trek Beyond, not Adele. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't care about Adele. We all love Adele. Now that I haven't worked at Target for a couple of months, I don't hate Adele. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the music choices as well for Star Trek Beyond. Directing style, all great. Very weak villain, even though he's played by a fantastic, fantastic actor. Fantastic actor with Idris Elba. Yeah, so that's he my just talks too. really slow <sighs> and says words with conviction, and he breathes so heavily he's winded the whole time. He's probably asthmatic. He just doesn't have an inhaler. I honestly, I would not doubt it. Like. They were like, hey, this is Star Trek. We should take some cues from Star Wars. We want you to talk like Darth Vader. We need your breathing to be the most identifiable feature about you. I'm just picturing you showing up on set in the Darth Vader uniform. They're like, no, no, no. You're going to wear this one, but you're going to like back. Darth Vader. <laughs> oh. Okay. Except you, you can't be interesting in any way, shape, or form like Darth Vader. Andy hasn't seen any of the previous two, so he doesn't know. He's not a, like I hate to the series I, enough. I don't like Star Trek, he needs so to I watch d- the first one, okay. no matter what. The first one, J.J. Abrams made that movie because there were no good Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek, Star Wars movies coming out, so he made a Star Wars movie, and it's called Star Trek. Yeah, that is really what the first movie is. All right, I'll see it. You, need to, you need to see it. it. John it on, sold me. I have it on DVD if you want to to borrow that. I don't have a Blu-ray copy though. That's fine. This one for me. It definitely starts off a lot more dull than the previous two. It's definitely a movie that it, it does build in the end. Like, by the end, I was interested and engaged in the movie, but for the first third of the movie, they just didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know. They didn't make it that compelling. The they point. didn't make it that dramatic enough. It There just wasn't enough going on. And for me, the whole movie felt like an homage to the series, but not a very successful, entertaining movie like the previous two. So for me, it kind of tried to be two different things and didn't do either of them great, and so it just came out as a decent movie, but not a great movie. Maybe they were trying to make it like, you know, how his life was boring. Could be. Wow. And so they were trying to make the and be like, this is what it's like as a captain in space, and then it gets really exciting because that's when the exciting stuff happens. Good job, Tiffany! Well, no, it's there. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's there, but it whether they did it well... They, they did it question. well because it affected you. You were not having fun during that first bit of the movie, and no one on the ship so that, that, that was their intention, was to make me not enjoy the movie, so that I could enjoy the movie more later. <laughs> I, I can make... I, I, I don't agree with you on that. It's like going to a restaurant and being served a terrible appetite. No. But it just made me hate them. But we've already empathized with them. We've had two movies. Actually, not all of them. I, I, like, I, I, I liked Kirk. I liked Spock. I liked Uhura. I hated... Oh, don't you the, say it? I hated the doctor. You hated McCoy? So I hate him. I hate him. He was awful. Sorry. He was well, a terrible just... actor. Zachary Quinto was doing yeah, some so amazing stuff. Carl Urban is a fantastic <laughs> He did a horrible job. He is an Australian. Did you know that he's Australian? He did a horrible he's job. Australian. Did you know that he's Australian? Being Australian makes no difference. I don't care where he's from. He did a bad job. <laughs> he's having a good acting. He's a good American accent in the movie. I'm just... That means nothing. He's acting. It's so... 
He had to survive all those dangerous Australian animals to get to this American acting. Yeah, and it tired him out, so he couldn't act. I have met him. He's a very nice man. I don't care if you've met him. He did a bad job. No, he did not. I would not say that. Zachary Quinto was doing an amazing job, and his... Whatever he was doing took me right out of it. He's playing the character of Bones McCoy. That is the character of... Well, it's a terrible character. It was... Like, what? the first... Okay, he got better towards the end, but the and first part was like, oh my god, why they put this guy on the screen? He was so was... bad. I don't see what you guys are seeing in this. He he was talking Look, like he was I reading it off of a paper. Off. He he reads it with know. emphasis. That's not Wait. saying he reads it it's poorly. Not no, he was reading it like, poorly. He has a special emphasis, no. It was Disagree. like somebody reading a textbook in class... I completely agree. No. That's what it was like. Go watch the original series, and you'll see that he's looking at that performance, and he is being... Imitating a bad performance doesn't make it a good performance. (laughs) That's what they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be those characters. He also didn't like Anton Yelchin, so... I didn't... didn't Okay, I didn't not like Anton Yelchin. I was Mm -hmm. unimpressed by him, is what I said. He's a minor character. That's gonna happen. I was just underwhelmed, and I was coming off of Green Room. Were you, ex- you expecting him to do something? Was that the... Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the franchise, so. Okay, that, that's the problem. Yes, we um, that most of the time, Chekhov, Sulu, and Ohura... They Sulu don't do was anything. amazing! He did less than Anton Yelchin! Yeah, but he made an impact. Anton Yelchin was just there. I disagree with you. He was just Kirk's little buddy. He was Gilligan. He was the skipper's little buddy. He was Gilligan. I think we're just not going to get past the fact that you don't like Trek. I think that's I, what... That was... You need to see the first one, and maybe he'll... It's not going to change anything. It might. I would also Because like, if my if the issues I'm talking about are the actual characters, it's not going to change seeing a different movie. Your opinion McCoy is not going to change. Your opinion on Chekhov isn't going to change. You're, uh, he's, he's, he's not going to like He's a lost movie. cause. Trek's never going to want you aboard the Enterprise. That's fine. Don't enjoy That's fine. I I would like to point out that this movie does not reference a single thing from Into Darkness. Not a single one. It does drop one of the the female leads from Into Darkness. I just rewatched Into Darkness like an hour ago, and they do drop some things off, which was surprising. You you could have easily had her in the movie and dropped her off at the... uh, Yorktown base. Yeah, I feel like they should have kept her because they made her important enough in in the darkness and having her nod there. She's a huge character in Trek lore. Like that, okay. Carol Marcus ends up having a, a son with Captain Kirk, so she's okay. a, a big character. Does Does she also say her lines like she's reading it out of a textbook? On the TV show, yes. <laughs> Not in the movie. She's played by. Uh, so is it like a? Right. Is it like a cultural thing in Star Trek that they talk like that? Yeah, have you seen Shatner? Like, yeah, that, yeah. That, that I mean, everyone talks like Shatner. And that, oh God! Uh, I thought ah. Well, uh, no, 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 that's not true. Uh, Spock doesn't. Spock talks like Spock talks Spock. like yeah. Spock. And I loved Spock. I loved Kirk. I liked Sulu, and I liked Uhura. Well, oh, what about uh, okay? Uh, because Jayla was it the new character? Was that Jayla? Yeah, I think it was. That's all. She, she was oh, good. She was I was good. fine with her. Like, no. she served her purpose. She's an interesting she, character. She did what she was there to do. Powerful female characters in film. You'll right? never see her again. All of her, yeah. all of Probably her little not. flippy kicks irritated me. But too, too many flips and kicks. 
It just wasn't a. It like I don't know. She's actually doing that. That's not like. Uh, well, no, it's just not a very effective fighting style. Yeah. Okay. I, I was <laughs> gonna say, don't watch the original show. You'll be happy that there's even a bit of no. A um, the choreography was really good, actually. I I will say for this movie, direction wise, I'm not as big of a fan of Abrams. Uh, like. Justin did not live up to Abrams in my mind for this movie. There's he a had some. He had some. <laughs> no, there is. I just rewatched *Into Darkness*. There's, There's a difference. So There's a difference. Like there are some very entertaining bits closer to the end of the film, but some of the scenes in the spaceship in the first third of the movie were very hectic and chaotic and crowded, and I, it just looks sloppy in no. terms of execution. Oh, sloppy. I I, sloppy. I agree. Oh, yes. I can't believe, once again, I'm the person defending a movie that I am not, like, enthusiastically excited about. Like, it's I, just... I was impressed. The, cam- the camera always had a sense of purpose, always had a sense of movement to it that was... Oh, yeah, look at the dark hallway here and blazers. And look at the dark the, hallway here. It's up close now. Look at more the, dark The hallways. shots were just... They're showing you the, the geography of the ship. The, the ship but is they're not. The ship is in a weird geography. There's, like, no purpose to it. It's just uh, chaos. I, I see what John is going for. But, but I agree with Tyler. I just watched Into Darkness where they also did ship flipping and stuff falling around, and um, they took their time on it so I you can see say what was happening. The good majority of the visuals in the movie are impressive. Like every every shot of the ship, the there was impressive. It's fantastic. There was probably eleven or twelve shots I can remember off the top of my head where the special effects were really sloppy. But Wait, what, which ones? Um, when because uh, if it's if it's Yorktown, I agree with you. There and when Idris Elba is absorbing the life force for the first time on screen. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that was yeah. rough. A, a big problem I had with this movie, and I guess this is a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure it's in the trailer. Every single movie they destroy the ship. Mm-hmm. Every f- movie. And yeah. okay, um, the the trailers kind of ruined the um, the first actual dramatic thing that happened when the ship is crashing. Because if they had, they should have left Kirk out of most of the trailers. Because when the ship was going down, there was like a slight moment they were going for suspense. Like, oh, is he going to make it out? Is he going to make it out? But you knew he was going to because he was in every trailer. He's got to ride that motorcycle. Yeah, (laughs) although I didn't see that trailer. Oh, okay. I didn't see any trailer. (laughs) And I found the movie incredibly predictable on top of that. I didn't see um, the... The twist with the villain coming, honestly, I was just like, oh, he's just some but did dick you need, warlord. Did you need that twist? I know there are some people out there, like Matt Singer, who got a really glowing review for the film, and nothing against Matt Singer, but I don't agree with his review. His whole thing is, like, his big thing is this movie is an allegory for where we are in society at the moment. And I can see that, but that's what um, Into Darkness did as well, though. But Into, well, Darkness, I, but Into uh, Darkness did it... Ten years after the fact. This is going on. He's trying to make the point that I, I, I can't spoil it. You See, can't spoil I, that, that's, that's it. That's okay. my problem. We will do a spoiler warning. No, I don't want nothing. No, no. It's no? Too, too recent. Okay. Let's just but say... I, didn't, I did actually need the twist with the villain. The villain is not compelling at all. Until the twist. Until the twist. I, I was like, and I don't care. I was checked out by then. So I was like, all right, that's... Okay, should have done that three and a half hours ago. It's a two-hour movie! <laughs> yep. Not what it felt like. I, I've seen it twice. I, I mean, twice? I've seen, I've seen it How? 
Okay, well, I, I was going to talk about this later, but I'll talk about it now. Um, I, I saw it at this, uh, what, it's called like an escape theater, or something like that, where it has the, the main theater screen, and it has two screens that go to the side, so it kind of creates a, a wall at the sides of your theater, which has the screen. Actually, sounds pretty cool. Yeah, well, I well, thought it was going to be cool, but only 20 minutes of the movie were shot like that. So we drove an hour and 20 minutes each way to see <laughs> this movie and while it was a cool experience it would have been cooler if the whole thing was done like that Interstellar yeah. would be a good movie to watch like that uh, IMAX yeah I, I, the first time I saw this movie was an IMAX the 3D is pointless it's useless but seeing any movie on a big screen that has huge special effects like this one was fantastic um, yeah. and there this movie wins awards for coolest logos like what do you mean? The the lo- the studio logos at the beginning were really cool. I thought you were talking about like the Starfleet logos. No, were, I don't. They were boring, pointless. I don't care. Should we, should if we you our, uh, if you like Star Trek, that's totally cool. It's just not my thing. Because I, I am coming off in this movie a lot more positive than I actually am on this movie. <laughs> he just has to defend it. John, you have you have one minute. Give us your honest thoughts. Tyler and I will not interrupt. It is a fantastic. It is a fantastic movie that is completely forgettable the moment that it's over. Like, I'm having fun while watching it, but then the movie ends, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I don't care. Like, it, it's, it's fun to watch. The ship gets destroyed again. I get to go on another mission with the, this crew, hopefully. Hopefully with a more durable ship. Okay, I will say, after seeing it, I would give it another chance. Not this movie. Not this movie. But I will give the franchise another chance you, because there was potential. Do you like the majority of the crew that you're with? Yeah, I, I just hated McCoy, and I was just like bleh on Chekhov. Like uh, every time I've seen it, I mean the, the first time the first time I saw it, I was at the marathon. So bunch of track fans, they're gonna laugh at every single line. That's sad. And also, I found his jokes just like. You didn't find them just, funny? Was, some of them. I chuckled at probably, what, three, like three or four? Like, damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor. Now whatever he's going <laughs> to say, that's funny. That was funny. I <laughs> Torpedo specialist was in, in the joke. Yeah. Um, I just found him to be that irritating character that I wanted to go away. And the whole time, I, th- I said it twice, I think, <laughs> I want him to die. I hope he dies, and nobody cares. I would care. John, I, I, I'd care. you'd forget about him in the next ten minutes. I'm Actually, really, that's not true. You wouldn't. You'd be like, wow, look no, at all this no, great no, acting okay, from Zachary no. Quinto's that's not being interrupted. No, go back to Star Trek Into Darkness. They killed off uh, Kirk. Didn't care one bit. I liked Kirk. No, I like Kirk, but the way it's done in that movie is so just anticlimactic. You see it's co- coming Wait, a mile away. How did he die? He's alive. Well, no, you, you saw the end of the movie when you were here. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. attention. Should we just, should we say or should we not say? Nah, don't say. I'll watch it. See, now he's going to watch two of them, so. Go watch The Wrath of Khan instead. Wrath of Khan is a much better movie than uh, In the Darkness. You don't get that in Cumberbatch, though, so. But no. God. Okay. Every every single Trek movie has had a bad villain. Plain and simple. Oh, I like Benedict Cumberbatch. No, I like Benedict Cumberbatch, but he's playing a he's, bad villain. In the ten minutes I saw, I couldn't take him seriously because he had Spider-Man 3 Tobey Maguire hair. 
Well, he doesn't get it till later. He's like normal hair for the first two thirds of the movie. And so did Toby Maguire. Really over the top. And then so did Toby Maguire. Yeah, and you enjoyed parts of the beginning of Spider-Man before the dance sequence, right? No, the dance sequence is my favorite part of the movie. It's favorite part of the movie. It's my favorite part of the movie. You want to watch that endless loop for the rest of your life? Uh, not the rest of my life, but I'd rather watch it than the rest of the movie. Okay. Way off topic. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk. See, we can't even focus on the movie. It's so bad. We got but the movie's not bad. I, I, okay, I'm going to give ratings. Ratings. I'm actually giving it a C. It. I gave it a C in my original review. It is not something that anyone's going to overly flat out love. It's not the best Trek movie. It's not even the best movie this summer, but we've had a bunch of Trek lately. And Ghostbusters is not Trek. I just want to clarify that it's not the Trek. Uh, but um, yeah, it's been a crappy summer, and just I guess a little ray of sunshine with uh, Star Trek Beyond is great. You go, then I have something to say. Before All I right, uh, I will give it a see. It you know I enjoyed it definitely. It's definitely the worst in the series. I think even worse than The Darkness. Um, but it's still an enjoyable sci-fi film, so I will give it a see. It skip it. Oh, Andy's lowballing. That's a rent it. No. <laughs> That is not a rent it. No, that's what it equals out to, though. Or I guess Nick would probably say see it. So I mean, Nick, 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 see Nick. It. I would say see it. No, Eva. Yes, yes. Or rent it. Be rent it. I'm honestly gonna ask a question. I would say rent it. If, if this wasn't like a Star Trek crew, if it was just some random crew that you've never heard of before, which is everything else the same? <laughs> everything else is the same. Then no, I won't like it. You won't like it. Okay. <laughs> uh, is the acting the same? Why do you hate his acting so much? It just took me out of the movie. I couldn't take him seriously. All the characters are McCoy. He's complaining to the other. <laughs> In an endless cycle. If I was going to be a character, I'd be McCoy, so I, I guess I'd... Oh, God. No, John. No. Have you, have you not seen... You haven't been at work lately. You're a background red shirt. We're all background red shirts. We'll die. I actually um, have a giveaway for the show. Uh, AMC was nice enough to give me some Star Trek posters. Oh. So, yeah, you don't want them. So it's I fine. was like, can I win? But then I don't want to win. So, um, I have three Star Trek posters, two of which are just going to be normal. You get the poster. If yes. the grand prize winner, you get a poster and Star Trek The Compendium, which is Star Trek and Star Trek Into Darkness on Blu-ray. A really cool set. Uh, so I'll win that so I can watch them. This is going to be on the website. It's already on the site, and the site is launching Wednesday because it's set to launch, and I can't stop it at this point. Uh, so the website's launching Wednesday, and there will be a place on there, on the homepage. It says give giveaways. Just click that, and it'll tell you how to win. So check that out. That's going to go for two weeks. So not next week. The week after that with Suicide Squad, we will have the winner. Woo! And, mm, Suicide Squad! I'll probably have another giveaway after talking to AMC with that next... Th that show as well. So, we're going to move on to the new horror film, Lights Out. Woo! Here is the trailer for <laughs> Lights Out. Uh, woo woo! Every time I turn off the lights, there's this woman... Waiting in the shadows. I see her too.
One of us is being haunted by this thing. Huh? Hey, Martin, what's up? Did we wake you? What? A long time ago, I had a friend named Diana. And something really bad happened to her. Everyone is afraid of the dark. And that's what she feeds on. Show yourself. All right, we are here to talk about Lights Out. When her little brother Martin experiences the same events that once tested her sanity, Rebecca works to unlock the truth behind the terror, which brings her face to face with an entity that has an attachment to their mother, Sophie. Kind of a weird synopsis. Yeah. Honestly. But the trailers really didn't give any indication of what the movie was going to be like, honestly. No. I was expecting a generic paranormal activity copy that was just going to be a bunch of cheap jump scares. Are you, are you telling me yeah. this movie's not a bunch of cheap jump scares? No, it's not. It's oh. it is fight fight. Uh, okay, it's not totally. No, it it is for the first half, Tyler. No, it yeah, it's definitely in there. The first half, cheap jump scares. I was like, oh god, I was right. This is terrible. And then, like right at the halfway point, something happens, and once that happens, it's just a bunch of poop being thrown at a fan, and it's everywhere. The halfway point of a movie that's an hour twenty minutes with. Credits included, so probably an hour fifteen minutes. Oh, John's not a fan. No, we have to tear apart for this. I one. was I was in suspense for a good portion of it. Um, it. Like okay, so the second half, I was in suspense the whole time. There have been four horror movies that have made me audibly gasp, and this is one of them. What are the other ones? The Babadook. Polter, yeah, Babadook, Poltergeist. Um, yeah, the original. Okay. I was the new two. One is bad. It's not that bad. I was I was two when I saw the original Poltergeist. <laughs> My uncle did not think I would get what was going on, and he was very wrong. <laughs> they gave me nightmares for years. Um, yeah, so uh, Poltergeist, Babadook, this one, um, and then the original Paranormal Activity. Okay. Those are the four horror movies that have actually scared me. This this movie honestly reminded me. Babadook. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, aspects of this movie. One, the Babadook, because this movie doesn't just go for the straight horror. It definitely brings, like, the whole family dynamic into mm-hmm. it. And having these really flawed families and flawed characters Plus, was a big part of the Babadook and this Brett film. Brett is amazing. Yes. Brett is the, the Brett, best boyfriend horror movie of character. the main character. And he's, he's best horror movie character for the win. For the win. Brett's my favorite. No, Ever? He's real good. Ever in any horror movie. Right away, within the first five minutes of the movie, I went. I leaned over to Eva and I was like, "He's my favorite. I like him." Yeah. I, I also want to tie this into uh, it follows actually because I feel like it follows and Lisa are both doing a thing where they're giving a more modern take on the haunting movie where they're not just having, "Oh, we're being haunted. We need a priest in holy water to fix this." Like both of these movies have essentially like a gimmick or a, an attribute to their hauntings that make it more interesting and unique. And And with it follows, it's just something following you the whole time, and you have to pass on this haunting STD to avoid dying, (laughs) whereas this movie, you're revolving everything around the lights, and the lights are the only thing that can really keep you alive. And there was elements to this movie. I was kept wondering what Diana was the whole time. Did you see her? Was it 
It's a person. Yeah, but like I wanted to know how she was the way she was. Yes, you know. For those who haven't seen yet, Diana is the name for the I I didn't think that entity. was a spoiler because they say it within the first what, yeah, it's, 15 it's minutes. Yeah, it's early on. And it's in the trailers too, but just for is those it? who don't know. Yeah. Oh. I only saw one trailer for it, so No, they, um, they used the name in the trailer. I have a question. Yes. What happens to what happened to the dad's secretary? I was worried for her. She's probably dead. I I know, but I don't want her to be. I don't think she's dead. She was, but I just Dude, you're telling me you can't worry about her than you did about She's uh, not Bones dead. McCoy? Yes. But the lady was only no, okay, people. Okay, but okay. hear me out here. Hear me out here, John. Oh, Eva, you can go first. The lady was only killing people who were trying to fix the mom, and the lady didn't have anything to do with that, so she probably lived. That's true. That's true. But here's why, John. That lady had nothing to do with the situation, and I was like, oh man, I hope she doesn't die. Bones McCoy put himself into that situation, and he made himself unlikable. How do you, you, how do you feel in slasher movies when the random person just dies at the beginning of the movie? Do you feel bad for them? I do. Time? I'm like, they have nothing to do with this. Why are you Why are okay. you bringing them into this? I don't always feel bad, yeah. but I will say that the characters in this film were so compelling to me. They're, they're, they're not like super well-developed characters or anything, but they're done was, well enough for a horror movie that I cared about each of the characters yeah, in the film. I wanted Martin and... and well, okay, Re- I, wanted Bre- I wanted Brett to live. Yeah. I, I did, if if Rebecca and Martin had died, I would have been like, oh man, that's a bummer. But Brett lived, so we're good. Oh. No, we're not spoiling. We're just saying like what our thoughts were during the film. But uh, never cared for a single character. Oh wow! Oh, really? Were you were you scared though? Here's the thing. Uh, I am not a fan in general of darkness. Like I like I hate driving at night. I. Every time I go to sleep, I have to have, like, some sort of a light on. I'm not a fan of just complete darkness. So that terrifies me. The dark is scary. The dark is scary. It's just... You don't I know, think you don't know what's there. It's every like, human is inherently afraid of the dark. So that, that is terrifying... Yeah, yeah, no. Terrifying me is a very strong word. Uh, made me unsettled, I'll go with. But... Did I... Was I ever on the edge of my seat wondering what's going to happen? Or... No. No. This is a movie I could still watch with the, the lights on. At my house, for unlike, message. unlike watching The Exorcist for the first time, I needed all the lights on because I had no clue what was going to happen. Exorcist. Hey, no slamming the table. <laughs> they made an Exorcist TV show. That's another Comic Con thing. Hooray. We need more of that. It's supposed to be really good. But, uh. So, wait, John, you, you weren't at all curious about Diana. I didn't care. Oh. Wow. Okay. Would you would you subscribe to a prequel about no. her? No, it's the same. I, oh, I don't want a prequel it, or a sequel. It's the same thing. I don't. Want I I honestly do. It made enough money. No. It could get one. Only about will, only about Diana. No, because it's. Good. Did you see Annabelle? Did you see that movie? No. I just heard bad things. Like the the, the doll, the beginning of the Conjuring movie, kind of cool. A whole movie about the doll. Terrible. No, I I don't really care about like after the uh, mental hospital. I want to know how she how she got her powers. I'm curious about it. She was born with it. They said that. Like, well, do you, well, want, yes. do you want more than that? Yes. I'm curious. They piqued my curiosity, John. Just remember that when they make the the follow it's prequel that they keep talking about for it follows. Oh. Just yeah, just remember that. Like that's the same no, logic you're going no, with. No, 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 no. Because I wasn't curious it, about that. But it 
I would I would be okay with it. I think I think everything was explained as well as it needed to be. Like, oh yeah, the, the, the rules and everything in this movie were set up perfectly fine, and the, the movie never broke the rules that it set up. Because if it did, I'd be incredibly angry. The some stuff that happens in the third act is really good, but do I need any more movies in this world? Do I need any more spinoffs? No. I don't need them, but I would support them. I'd go see them. And see, okay, when I look at this movie, there's there's two types of horror movies out there. There's kind of the visceral experience type of horror movie where you're meant to be, you know, jump-scared and it's very literal, gory slasher-type films. And there's the really unsettling, under-your-skin type, kind of like The Shining, or kind of most like The Babadook. Babadook. That, that one, two the Babadook is like the number one oh, it's unsettling. So unsettling. 14.08. 1408's up there, too. Exorcist? I, wait, 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 no, Babadook got me way worse. What, what I was going to say, though, was that Lights Out is a really good visceral horror movie. Like, it's not it's not overly cheesy. It's not, you know, too over the top. And that's part of the reason why I love PG-13 horror movies is because they don't have to go too far in the gore aspect to the point where it detracts from the actual horror and the tension in the movie. Nothing in the movie made me laugh. Nothing I thought was unbelievable. I'm just... There was no humor in this movie. <laughs> I can't believe you laughed. There's no who humor. Was, who was I talking to? The, um... I mean, I think they were going for it a little bit in the beginning, but it wasn't meant to be like, <laughs> I was talking to Ashley, cashier Ashley, at work, as I was leaving. She said her audience was laughing at the whole time. I'm like, what audience did you go at? I saw it today... Two o'clock show, ton of thirteen-year-olds who were probably scared out of their mind leaving the theater. <laughs> yeah, our our whole show was pretty scared the whole time. Yeah, but there were lots of gasps. There was yeah, there, we had lots of those group movie theater gasps. It was nice. I've never had one before. I had somebody scream actually in a movie. Yeah, we had a couple time. of those in this one. I was the only one that screamed at the Bendry too in our movie theater room. You actually like scream out loud in the theater? Like how does that yeah, work? She, she, I she don't like jump scares. No, I, I, I hate jump scares. I, there was a lot of them. There's a lot yeah. of them in this movie, too. Yeah. Oh, and you, you may you may well, but the, for this. The jump scares were done better in this than in most uh, most, yeah. most the jump movies. scares. There's not much you can do with it. Yeah, but they, they didn't. They put enough time in between it where you weren't sure where it was coming. I can agree with that. See, John, this I almost will anger you, but for me, although... Certain aspects and scenes from The Conjuring Two were incredible and, I, and better than this movie. As a movie as a whole, I enjoyed Lights Out more than The Conjuring Two. I, I didn't like the, champion The Conjuring Two. So okay, because there there are there are bits of Conjuring Two that are great, but as a as a movie on its own, I like Lights Out more as a horror film. I really like Conjuring. I think Lights Out is more unsettling, unsettling horror movie. I think that. The Conjuring 2 is a better overall movie. Although, what did you think of the ending? I was surprised by it. This one? I, yeah, no. I did not think no. they were going that Took way. Took a different turn. No, saw it coming a mile away. I don't believe you. I, I, there's only one way you can, <laughs> end, you can end it. and the moment There's that, two ways. There's only one way I thought. Because the moment that they said... that The That's moment... Yeah, yeah, we don't have to The talk moment about that it, the, certain characters are tied to each other, there's only certain ways that you can end it. I, I was not expecting it though because of the way they had set up that character I didn't think that it would that it would happen even when she's going to take her medication at one point in, in the film I completely thought hey she's just gonna chug all of it right there oh 
I um, love that too. I, but let's not I, go yeah. into any more detail. It did. It crossed my mind, but at that point, I knew I knew it was never going to happen. It, I was expecting her to. We're, we, yeah, we keep getting into spoiler territories. Ratings, ratings, ratings. See it. See it. Although I would like to amend mine a little bit. Don't see it in theaters. Yeah. See it at home. It's still worth it in theaters. No, you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait six months for this to come out on DVD. Six months? What are you talking about? Okay, see four it? months. Four months. Whatever the <laughs> typical. Time see it at home, in your living room with the lights off. It would be scariest that way. No, oh yes. God. It would be awful. Oh, with a surround sound system, the use of sound in this oh, movie yes. is very, very well done. And that's I don't know why. Sound but well. that that scraping. Uh, yeah. That always gets me. That was like <laughs> it's in every like horror movie in the last forever. But every it was, it was done well in this one though. Yeah. Like, Cause like I there's a couple times I wasn't quite sure if it was Martin, or if it was the mom, or if it was Diana, or if it was Rebecca, and I was like, oh, God, which one? <laughs> yes. But, uh, John, you rating? What, what you gonna give it, John? Huh? What's I'm gonna, gonna actually give it a see it, because... Yes! The, mo- the movie should be seen in a movie theater. The sound that they had for this movie was fantastic. Uh... You're not going to get that from your home theater. Uh, I did see this movie intentionally during the day because I'm like, if I go out, I go out at night, I'd be creeped out leaving. See, that's why we went at night. That's, that's what you, I, so uh. I don't like going to horror movies and then overly thinking about them for the rest of. The this that's one. Why you got to do a double feature? Go to horror and then go to something good. Ghostbusters. Like happy, not just good. Yeah, happy. Uh, well, we'll just have to be happy. Something else to yeah. take your mind off. Yeah, if if um like we had gone to this and then Star Trek. See, that's what we should have done. We didn't No, I liked the way we did it because we got to my house and it was like all pitch black in there, and it was Scary. yeah. And then I had to go do some laundry and my basement was all dark and the lights don't turn on in my basement, so I was like flicking it. You gotta, you always have to flip the switch on and off and off a couple times, and it wasn't turning on and I was like oh. Turn on. What if you had turned it on, turned it off, and something popped up like you saw? Oh I would have been like, "Nope, here. I'm done. Never coming back. Burnt my house to the ground and <laughs> been done." Mom, Dad, bye. I love you. Been like, I would have been like, "Quinn, Rocky, get out of the house. <laughs> We're leaving." This movie does not unsettle me as much as this movie did. Like it follows that movie unsettled me when I left the theater. I was skin was crawling. This movie. Right, movie's over. I'm getting oh, up and leaving. All also for this year, though, I almost forgot about the witch. It was also a very unsettling yeah. one. That, that one, one I left feeling pretty off. The last five minutes of that movie just threw all the whole thing off. I disagree. I think everybody. Uh, does anyone know what Nick gave it? Nick liked it. Uh, Seven point five. Okay, so I'm guessing that would be a see it. Yeah. I would honestly give it a little over what Nick gave it. Personally, you'd give it over seven point five. Maybe like an eight. Like, I really did enjoy it, honestly. Okay. On a overall movie scale, I would I would give it an 8. On a horror movie scale, I'd probably give it, like, an 8.5. 9. It was really good. What is wrong with everybody? Like, we, they have movies like... What is wrong with us? You have movies like... Even we get the worst in a trilogy, and you're complaining about Lights Out being a bad... Worst in the trilogy? No, there's no, no way that Star no. Trek... It, in, the, in the Darkness is still better than Beyond. Is that, is that why they completely didn't talk about that movie whatsoever? Different director. 
J.J. Abrams still produced it. Still. Simon Pegg was there. He wrote it. Okay, John, what horror movies... Are better, like yeah. Even the original Woman in Black, I think, is a more is a better movie than this. Oh, really? I was completely uninterested in. Woman See, in I Black. think that that that, that Victorian era. John, I think different. Co- I think you and I are just scared by different things. <laughs> I wasn't. That was actually the movie, The Woman in Black. I saw that in Milwaukee. Somebody screamed at it. Oh. I, mean, I, I went to see that with my high school girlfriend, and I was bored the whole time, almost falling asleep, and she made my arm bleed. She was squeezing my arm so hard. It's not that scary of a movie. She's the worst. Okay, moving on. We're going to move on to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here's the old 1960s trailer for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Nineteen sixty-six is the good, the bad, and the ugly. A bounty hunting scam joins two men in an uneasy alliance against a third in a race to find a fortune in gold buried in a remote cemetery. All right, so we have uh, one of the the most famous Western films of all time from uh, Sergio Leone, who is probably the most famous Western director ever. Can we say that? Do you think? Probably. I can't think of any director who specializes in westerns besides, um... Ah, uh, oh my gosh. John... John Wayne movies? No, what's his name? I'm forgetting the name. John Ford? Ford? Yeah, I think it's Ford. Did Stagecoach? It's, oh, it, yeah. It's John Ford. Yeah, jo- John Ford's also considered up there, and I think he has, uh... Other than Stagecoach? The, the Searchers. Oh, I haven't seen that. I don't like John Wayne. Um, I, my dad loves John Wayne, and because I was brought up watching it, I also love John Wayne. You would, you would not like John Wayne as a person. 
No, he, John Wayne was an awful person. And The Conqueror is one of my least favorite movies ever. I do want to overly watch this movie, so when it won the poll, I was like, I don't want to watch a three-hour Western, because I don't like Westerns. I think the only Western okay, I Okay, but John, this theme song. But... And Ian Marconi. It's, it's, it's a, it, this is iconic. I mean, I know this. Everybody knows this. That's yeah, why I put it on, because I feel like a lot of people wouldn't... I don't know if they can hear it, though. It's just... I want to make sure I'm getting it right, because I'm going to feel bad if I don't. Yeah. Ennio Morricone. He did also the score for The Hateful Eight, which was his most recent, and kind of out of nowhere, because he's, like, in his 80s, I think. And also amazing. No. Oh, yeah, it's a fantastic score. You don't like... John, are you serious? Are you you kidding me right now? Didn't it win best? It did. It did. It did, and that was more of a career. It It was more of a career. No, it deserved it. It what beat it? What it. beat it? I need to see what was nominated. There was nothing better than that score. But back back to Ennio uh, Morricone. He has such a weird type of music that I could not expect the music he put into the the good, the bad, and the ugly to be made for a western. It's just people like. Oh, I think it fits. No, no, it fits. But how do you come up with that type of music? Genius. To put essentially, it is. It's just weird genius. I think to come up with that type of music. To fit into um, a western. Well, the um, that make that that fits a western. Well, it does, but like the voices doing so much with the voices mm-hmm. instead of just instruments is you know that's different. And I can definitely I can definitely like hear his style because I heard certain aspects of the score of the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly that were directly replicated in the Hateful Eight. Like just small little bits would sound almost exactly similar. And. I love the Hateful Eight soundtrack because it's fantastic. How did you not like it? Actually, I guess I should rephrase that. What didn't you like about it? I did, it was just people kept talking about how great the score was. I didn't remember it. Like after the movie, like, that wasn't the thing. Oh, I, I did. That was one of my main takeaways from the film. Cinematography for me was a lot big. Thing. That was the biggest thing, but the score the was one of the big things. All the cinematography, so it should be tied into your brain when you think back. It wasn't tied in whatsoever. Like, uh, like. Just play it now. Just I, I walked. I walked because I saw the the road show version first. So I walked out during the intermission, and everyone's talking about how great the score is. And I'm like, what? Oh, they have, are they you? have great sound for the intermission though too. I wasn't. I I had to use the restroom. Should have just gone in your seat, John. <laughs> in your depends. For the movie. No. John, you're not a real fan of film unless you're willing to wear an adult diaper to a movie. I feel like it's really... (laughs) It's a fantastic soundtrack. I think I'm just upset because I didn't remember it in the movie. And like hearing it now, yes, it's a good soundtrack. And it fits with the theme of the movie so well. It's like a mystery... It almost, honestly, this almost oh. might have set the, the like the tone of the movie. Oh, they needed to set this movie up because it's so weird. Hateful Eight and abstract. What is that weird? It's eight people trapped in a cabin as a western in a murder mystery. It should have been a stage play. It should have been, but it's not. Oh, that would have been. That would have been amazing. But yeah, let's get All let's right. get back to the good, the bad, and the Broadway. You heard it here on great. Filmology. Turn the hateful eight into a into a stage production. Already. We should go. I would go. We should hit up Hamilton, and then <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get tickets to Hamilton. Yeah, I we will we will blow four thousand dollars on Hamilton tickets for all of us. And you're making lots of money. Your new job now, right? You can just I, afford to. 
I could take myself <laughs> to half the show. <laughs> so expensive. Okay. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Cinematography, fantastic. Clint Eastwood. Fantastic. Fantastic. I know yes. what has I, happened to him, I don't Clint, know. He's, he's strange to me because he is... All, one second he's amazing in a film, and then the next second he's just crotchety Clint, old he's just man. Clint Eastwood, yeah. No, I crotchety old man. Like he got old, and he just decided he doesn't want to act anymore. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I think I, maybe it was just because it was one of the first big times he did it, but he it was he was amazing in Gran Torino. Yeah, uh, that should have been his swan song. And <laughs> then he came out with that trouble with the curve. My mom loves that movie, and I just can't. It, I just the, can't get the, into the, it. There's a horse, and there's Amy Adams, and there's I, don't, a horse. I don't really care for Amy Adams that much, honestly. I love Amy Adams, but she's terrible in that movie. I, Justin Timberlake, terrible in that movie. Justin Timber, Timberlake is not terrible in anything. <laughs> well, he's terrible in that, apparently. Yeah, without that, fantastic in the Social Network. Uh, I, look, this is a good movie, classic western. Set up. Okay, we can think say it's of, a great western because it's a western that actually takes the time in terms of being art. It's not just a strict western in terms of western entertainment. Also, I want everybody to think of a western trope. It started in Good, the Bad, it started here, yeah. This is the movie that started almost every major western trope. Yep. The problem is this, this is the third movie in a trilogy, so I don't know if... Well, um, Quote-unquote a trilogy. It's not really a trilogy, but... It's a trilogy. None of the characters are the same. It's considered a trilogy, though. Yeah, I I think it's just a trilogy. If you would have come up with a fourth one, they would have called it a quadrilogy. I don't know. Well, I'll be honest. I haven't seen any of the other ones in this trilogy, but I am an enormous fan of Once Upon a Time in the West, which came out after The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I think it's Sergio, uh, Sergio Leone's best Western, but not his most entertaining, which Andy brought up to me about how... The good and the bad and the ugly is more appealing to a wider audience. While Once Upon a Time in the West, as art, is better than the good, the bad, and the ugly. Henry Fonda, isn't that right? Henry Fonda and Charles Bronson. Which Charles Bronson doesn't do much, but like, there are, there are certain scenes and recurring motifs that are similar between the two, and it's better and more interesting in Once Upon a Time in the West than it is in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. For me. I, I do have a, was Clint Eastwood ever, like, the good guy? Like... Uh, like that, he was more of the morally gray. Just he could go either way. Yeah, but in terms of Western terms, he was the good guy. He wasn't the white hat. He wasn't the sheriff necessarily, or the the good guy. But he was the best you could possibly get out of a gunslinger, cowboy. He had an honor code. Yeah, yeah he did. He was he was blonde. He was blondie. <laughs> A man with no name. I was incredibly surprised. Uh, we talked earlier that the bad character doesn't come in until halfway through the movie. Like, blew my mind. I was way. Well, oh, he's he's in in the beginning. He's just not. You, you don't. Oh, you don't overly. You don't overly like feel though that he's there. No. And I like that. Kind of in the background. It's just converging paths essentially through the movie. Mm-hmm. Some characters come on the paths later. Which. I, I mean, I I never felt the dumb length of this movie. Like, I never felt it was a two-hour and 45-minute movie. 
I did during the army sequence. Yeah. Near near the end, there's the whole military sequence. I wish bridge. that would have been cut with the bridge. That should have just I, been gone. I will no say... That sets the time period that's letting you know, because the, the whole Civil War is big. Yeah. They could have done they that in a better way, Civil though. War, they did enough Civil War setting up before that. That was supposed to be their big, like, final climax to that, you know, part of the story, and it just... I didn't need it. You could just... I wanted them to go straight from where they were to where they were going and not get stuck in that. Did, did, did many movies at the time do anything with the Civil War? Because I don't think you can say any well, Western... No, there's, there's not much that did, but the whole the whole scene kind of just felt like them trying to give the movie an epic sense with all these extras running around in full gear and all these explosions. They're trying to make it more bombastic where that's not... What I enjoy about the movie, it's the characters and their interactions that are important, not bombastic explosions and hundreds of thousands of extras running around. I agree. I mean, this movie had me at more on the edge of my seat than, especially with the, the final shootout. You yeah, press the lights out. Versus lights out. Well, I mean, comparing, uh, oh, sorry. Comparing an American classic to Lights Out is not fair. Are you telling me Lights Out's not going to be the next American classic? Oh, God, no. I, I um, will add, though, everyone needs to go and check out... I saw this before The Good, The Bad, and Ugly. The Good, The Bad, and The Weird is a Korean film that is essentially a direct spin-off of the same formula of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Secret. And it's more... No, it's not. There's, they're di- they look different. It is more interesting in some ways... And it's definitely a lot funnier. It's kind of like more like an action comedy, but the characters themselves in that movie are very interesting, especially the the weird character which takes the place of the bad. No, the of the ugly. So the, the the weird takes the place of the ugly, and it's a more interesting character than the ugly, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. So please go check that out. It's on Netflix. I've seen it like three times already. I love it. But the good, the bad, and the ugly still fantastic western. Probably, you know, obviously in the top five westerns of all time because there aren't that many great westerns. I will say when we heard, when I heard we were going to be doing it, I was like, oh, cool, sweet. And then it got to like actually watching it, and I was like, I, I don't have the energy. I don't want to watch. I don't want to invest time into that again. I was. Um, it was impressive the first time, but I don't. I don't have a desire to watch it again. It's, it's occasionally nice to go back to westerns, though, because we're not getting much. Like, the last good western was probably 310 to Yuma. Django Unchained. Hateful Eight's not really... A, uh, I would rank Django above 310 to Yuma. I wouldn't. I Django's more entertaining, but 310 to Yuma is a better western it, story. See, I, I think just Django Unchained is a revenge story. I would consider it, like, a western. It's a western it's, revenge it's story. It's very much western. It's a western. Yeah. It's a western. Compared to 310 to Yuma, I... Don't see that. Do you like 3.10 to Yuma? Oh, I love 3.10 to I, I mean, I do, too. It's a, it's a great movie. That was my first Blu-ray I ever got. Really? That would have been that time. Yeah, well, I <laughs> I got that Blu-ray, but I was still my PS3 hooked up to an AV TV. <laughs> so I had a Blu-ray playing in standard definition. Oh. I got my new TV. Tyler, you sad, sad sack. But, yeah, I still have it somewhere. I know what the first DVD oh, ever got was. Yeah. What was that? Snow Dogs. <laughs> nice. With Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Nice. It's a terrible movie. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I knew story. that right I away. I was. I um. 
How old were you? I don't know. Oh, you know, I have you beat, though. Guess what my first DVD was. What was it? Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. That's a good movie. Why you That's why I said I have you beat. Like, I have a better movie than you for my first DVD. I'm not proud of my first DVD. I just want to beat you down. I, uh... Mine was, um... The DVD release of Dragon Ball Z, The Tree of Might. <laughs> Least favorite Dragon Ball Z movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> Do they fight a tree? <laughs> um, there is a tree as the central plot point, but they fight a Goku clone. Um, oh. I, I would like to apologize to Nick. I gave him a hard time for picking a Western, because I really don't care for Westerns, because every time I think of a Western, I think of John Wayne. And, yeah. Um, Nick, I apologize. Really good movie. I want to go check out... Fistful of Dollars and a few uh, dollars more? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen Fistful of Dollars. It's really good. Not as good as this movie. This movie mm-hmm. blows that out of the water. Yeah, this is... Time in the West. I have by I, I, need, far I need to watch it. Uh, it's I mean, fantastic. I'm a huge fan of Henry Fonda, and everyone's told me Henry Fonda's the bad guy, so I, I'm not yes. sure how I feel about that. Oh, it's he does it well. He probably does do it well, but I like Henry Fonda's a good guy. All right, so I think everyone would give it a see it. Yeah, at least once. I mean, this is one of those classic films that... Everyone says they've seen, but hasn't. I would um, say if you haven't seen this versus The Godfather, watch The Godfather. All right, should we uh, move on to our... We're going to move on to our top five, which is top five space movies. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Alrighty. I can start. Uh, I'm going to say something really quick before I get going. Okay. Wally is on my list. This, <laughs> How many times? This, 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 <laughs> times? this is the last movie I am putting. Last top five I'm putting Wally on. Oh no, it's John! Going, no, it's going in my uh, list, my penalty box of all time favorites because it's been brought up at least three times. I may also do a penalty box soon. I I will say I dropped 2001: Space Odyssey off of my list because I didn't want to include it again, but I did include one other. I did put it online. Film. It's on my list, so it's okay. You'll be represented. All right. Uh, Andy, you said you wanted to start. Yeah. Off. So number five. Um, my number five is Avatar. You, Jake Sully. I'd like to talk to you about a fresh start on a new world. You'd be making a difference. became a marine for the hardship. I told myself I can pass any test a man can pass. All I ever wanted was a single thing worth fighting for. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not in Kansas anymore. You are on Pandora. You should see your faces. We have an indigenous population called the Navi. They are very hard to kill. This is why we're here. Because this little gray rock sells for 20 million a kilo. Village. Yeah, um, I will say, I saw it three times in theaters, watched it once at home, didn't like it at home, but I loved it so much when I watched it in 3D in the theater that I had to put it on my list. 
I haven't seen. I own two versions of it. I own the, uh, the God, John. I own the theatrical and then the have some self respect, man. Director's cut or whatever it's called. I've never watched it since I bought them. I, no, I, I haven't watched mine either since I bought it. Honestly, I, I'm gonna be honest. It's not even worth it at home. No, because the the that theater experience was just so fantastic that watching it on a which small is why everyone screen. went to it four times. It, it yeah. is a fairly well built sci fi universe, though. Even mm-hmm. if I'm excited not, for the sequel. Yeah. The, the next four sequels? Is that what's coming oh, out? Yeah, four, four, s- four sequels. I'm I mean, a... let's be honest. It's Blue Pocahontas. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. what it was, but it might be something different now. Well, it's going to be something different now. Like, yeah, definitely. Way, way... It got a lot of criticism for the Pocahontas parallels. Yeah. Really? It's coming to a Disney park, so woo, more Pocahontas. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go yeah. next to my number five. My number five is Apollo 13, directed by Ron Howard. I mean, self-explanatory, oh, Apollo 13. You haven't seen it. You haven't? Really? I need to see it. I well, you also need to see E.T. I'll no. see Apollo 13 first. Apollo 13 is better than E.T. Why no? Yeah, I was told by a teacher that it's, you know, he uses it to uh, teach a class about connecting it to uh, the Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And it sounded really like a cool connection. So what I class see. was this? They taught, like, a senior seminar type thing for high school where he did, like, philosophy discussions and all these other cool different things including reading classic literature Tyler your high school is cooler than this wasn't my high school this was one of my college teachers who used to teach high school oh, that, and that. he's my favorite teacher that I've ever had so the number 5 is 2013's Gravity yes the science is not sound but for me this movie is about it is space essentially someone link this to Neil deGrasse Tyson he'll, he'll attack us but no no he I, won't attack us he'll attack you he'll attack me yeah I really enjoy Gravity, and it's one of those movies that it's a very minimalist movie at its core. When it comes to being essentially being lost in space, it's just like being lost anywhere else, and it's about trying to okay. survive okay. on you your own. Okay, you saved that. Yeah. Touche, you and, uh, saved that. Proud 2013, Gravity. Proud of you, actually. That was, I, was, I was about you're gonna, to... You're going to criticize me? I was about to jump down your throat, and then you fixed it, so... My number four is Alien. Do do I need to talk about Alien? We've, we've, about so we've talked times. about Alien so many times. I think that's going to add to our penalty it, box. Yeah, it's in mine, because this is like the third list this I put it on. This is going to have to go in for me. And I, I number four is Wally. Yeah. yeah. You only got four? I, 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 my, my other ones are better, but unfortunately... Mm-hmm. I, let's see. Um, yeah, the, uh, the Wally. The Everyone go watch it. Yes, I still need to see it again. It's been a while. Uh, if you haven't seen that, I don't know. Well, no, I've seen it, but I was babysitting, so I didn't totally see it. I saw most of it. Oh, Tyler, you can't criticize John. It's really good. I know it's good. It's just people floating around on chairs. <laughs> You're talking about the third act of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number four is 2009's Star Trek. You've always had a hard time finding your place in this world, haven't you? Never knowing your true worth. You can settle for less than ordinary life. Or do you feel like you were meant for something better? Something special? You will always be a child of two worlds and fully capable of deciding your own destiny. The question you face is, which path will you choose? Are you afraid or aren't you? I will not allow you to lecture me. Then why do you stop me? 
Prepare to fire all weapons. I like this ship. It's exciting. Space is disease and danger wrapped in darkness and silence. Buckle up. The wait is over. I, I never cared at all about Star Trek <laughs> until this movie came out, and I think it's one of the best sci-fi films out there in terms of sheer entertainment. And I absolutely adore the first Star Trek, and that's my number four. My number three is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Probably the quintessential sci-fi film. Penalty box. Yep, penalty box. Oh, this is a rough week for film. <laughs> We're just treading the same waters you've already swam through. Yeah, man. Um, but you make a space movie. We're all geeks. We Most of our, a lot of our favorite films are space movies. Yeah. So, I don't... I, I started making my list, and I was like, I have had at least... I have had all of these on at least one other list except Avatar. Oh, can I do a quick tangent? And yeah. Don't cut this out, John. One thing that I thought that kind of scared me was watching Star Trek, and I was just thinking about our current like, you know, global warming, politics, all of that, how it is now, and the thought crossed my mind that maybe we won't ever actually get out to space or actually embody what all these sci-fi, sci-fi films show us because the human race will just die out before we ever get to that point. Trump's gonna nuke us all. Has anyone ever thought about that? that there's a chance that we may never... Filmology getting political. No, it's not, it's, it's uh, not no, even the, the, politics, though. Do you ever me. think that in just enough factors... Oh, in our world yeah, no, we're gonna... survive? No. Interstellar. No. Yeah, well, but, but think about it. Like, we, we watch no. all these sci-fi movies, and I think in our heads we believe that that's where we're going to be someday... But we might not. Have you seen to, to, like, Tomorrowland? Like, how we keep thinking, like... No, I'm not going to tell you. I'm um, not going to talk about Tomorrowland. I... Tomorrowland. The world is better than it has ever been. Yes. So, if we were going to make it ever, we will now, because the you world... Think we're better off now? Oh, we are. Yeah. Statistically, I, you I, can't I, argue I, that Major fact. John, we are much better off now no, no, than we were in the past. I, I agree, but the morale of... People that will pass. Oh no! When it comes to morality and just people in general, we have gotten much better. You, ups are you, are you, ups like, and downs. Are you, you tell me? So at the end of World War Two, our morality is better now than it was then. We have we had yeah. more of a drive after World War Two. We had more my, of a, my, a uh, national my, unity. But my we grandparents were, so. are from the era right after World War Two, and they are racist yeah. as hell. See, even our bright bright areas still have dark times, like all the racism and crime rate was higher too. Post World War Two, boom. Violence is going down in the world. Less people are dying in the world. It's never going to go away completely, but it's gotten a lot better than it used to be. Even looking at small things, like you can look at history and see, like, in the 1920s, maybe some town, 8,000 people died from a tornado. And we can't even fathom what it would be like if 8,000 people died from a tornado in some town in the U.S. because that would be a huge national loss. And that happened often just within the last 100 years. And we don't ever think about that when we see that one person die from something, and we, we think it's bad. Well, that's because on that's because sex sells and news news needs interesting things to report. Yes. And just getting on the news every night and being like, "Hey, everything's still better." Yeah. Some bad stuff that's happened, sad. but overall, it's good and it doesn't sound good. So they just have to report on all the bad stuff. But I really hope we can reach all the sci-fi heights that we've set up for ourselves and all these we'll get some movies. But 
I don't know if we will, and it makes me sad to think we might not. We'll at least get to Mars. Yeah. NASA has a really cool logo for a Mars mission. It's a gluten rocket. But, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, um, I just went, yes? Yes. You went John, number three. Gravity. It was one of my first movies that Megan and I disagreed on. I, I know she gave it a 2.5 out of 4. I gave it a 4, four out of 4. Uh-uh. Yes, I did. This was a perfect movie for me. Wow. I did have to also defend this movie. My best friend Christian hated it after he first saw it. I think you were even there for that one, Andy. When we first Did, did you first see Gravity with me? Uh, we, no. I thought we did. I, um, you asked me if I'd seen it, and I said, yeah, it was okay. And then, okay. Um, and then Shane attacked me. Because oh, that was man. okay. Yeah, it was, it's it's fine. Yeah, um, it was a good movie, but the science, the just the awful science took me out of it. So you sometimes have to go back to it. My friend Christian hated it. I made him. I told him he needs to go back rewatch. Go back rewatch, and he rewatched it. And he's like, it did. You know, he recognized that he did miss out a lot, and it is better than he all the hate he gave it from the outset. Once again, I, I have not seen it since theaters, so I don't know if it holds up, because it's one of those movies I feel had to be seen on the biggest screen possible. Um, so it might not hold up that well. But. And Sandra Bullock barking, <laughs> I still don't like that scene that much. She's like, when she's in the spaceship, the Russian space capsule, she's like barking. I don't remember this. Into that radio with the old man. I just remember that. You guys dream. don't remember this? No. Tyler, you dreamed this, man. No, this is in that the wasn't in the movie. You want to put money on this? I I no. will I will Do you put want to? I will put sixteen cents on the line here. Sixteen. Sixteen cents. Let's just do a solid dollar. No. <laughs> sixteen cents or nothing. I don't have much faith Deal. in this. Deal. Sixteen cents. We'll be back next I week need to watch Gravity. <laughs> Take that. I don't wanna. You win. Right. You're number three. My number three, okay, I've only seen this film once, but it had a massive impact on me, and I own it. I just haven't got back to watching it because it's very long, but it's uh, 1972 Solaris by Andrei Tarkovsky. It is one of those really blazingly original works of sci-fi. It's in Russian, so it'll be all subtitles. There is a George Clooney 2002 version directed by... Soderbergh. Yep, uh... Steven Soderbergh? Yeah. Soderbergh? I think I saw that one, and I I enjoyed it, but I wasn't that enamored by it. But the original 1972 film really needs to be seen. Criterion Collection has a version of it available, and uh, that's my number three. Still haven't seen it. It's great. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Good, I don't feel that bad. I'm surprised he hasn't made me. Oh, no. I planned on watching it with all my roommates for the last two years since I bought it, and we still haven't watched it yet. It's a depressing movie from what I've been told. Oh, no, it is. So Kind of. But it's also very interesting. has a lot to say. How long is it? Like 2.40, I think. 2 hours, 40 minutes. I just tried to watch two, three-hour-long movies. It's going to be on the back burner for a while. Don't worry, my copy of The New World's coming in soon, so we can all watch that. Two hours and 40 minutes. Extended cut. I, I, already, I, already, told, I already told you. We should drinks. watch um, Lord of the Rings Return of the King, the extended uncut version. Alright, my number two This one's also going in the penalty box Yeah Interstellar I think it is in the penalty box Isn't this one of your favorite movies? No No? That's one of Nick's uh, Wait, maybe This one might be one of mine too But it's Shoot, also going in the penalty box Yeah <laughs> Today. Well, it's, it's in the penalty box now 
I, I know... John, you didn't like it, right? John no, won't watch it again, because he's... It wouldn't, it wouldn't be good. No, it's still good. I've watched it again. It's not as good on the, on a small screen. Well, no, it's not, but I, I've watched it five, I think five or six times since I got it on Blu-ray. You wanted to punish yourself that much? What? I don't know. <laughs> I, I love it. I've probably watched it too many times, like, on a small screen, because now the... Uh, the, the tear jerking doesn't jerk my tears because yeah, I've seen I've seen it too many times, but I still I I love the movie for the memory. Not the first time I saw it. I think the third time I saw it in theaters with you and Martinez. That was the third time. Yeah, I went to see it. Yeah. Um, I went to see it with her, and then I went to see it with Bjorn, Ashley, and Connor, yeah. and then I went to see it with you and Martinez. But the viewing with you and Martinez was the best one. because yes. it was in IMAX and. Martinez. <laughs> Watch again and listen to this podcast. We, yeah. We mentioned him crying several times. I know. Martinez, <laughs> I'm really sorry. He's a Marine. He's a very strong man. <laughs> so now when it comes to... Space. <laughs> um, anyway. Matthew McConaughey was... It's one of his best roles ever. I think it's his best. God, that, I wouldn't give true, it a true detective. That's definitely up. I think we have a three-way tie. I consider, like... Interstellar to be like middle of the road. What? That's because you won't watch it again. Okay, the I mean, scene. I mean, I mean, the, the, the scene where he's watching the tapes from his family. No. And you just see him break down. That's heartbreaking. There's a, there's a, there's a better scene coming up on my list. Okay, go. Go. Well, it's not my number two. We're number two for me. Yes. Yeah. Number two, Alien in space. No one can hear you. Penalty box. Uh, it's the first time like I've mentioned it. It's not, not, not yeah, but it's like the fourth time I've mentioned it, and Tyler's mentioned it at least twice. I haven't mentioned it yet. Just wait, though. <laughs> Number one, Alien. No, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, Alien, a fantastic, fantastic. Uh, really, Scott movie. Really excited to go back to uh, the new one. Comes out next summer, I think. Yes. Yes. Hopefully it's better than Prometheus. Not that Prometheus is still good. No, it's, Prometheus is still good. It was just a letdown. Yeah. Number two for me is Alien. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Can't say anything more about this film. It's going to penalty box. It's done. And yeah, number two is Alien. My number one's also in the penalty box. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Best Star Wars film of all seven. Best sequel. One of the best sequels of all time. This movie makes the Star Wars franchise for me. I was actually on the fence about it after A New Hope, and then I saw Empire Strikes Back, and I was like, oh, yep, nope, this is the best. I'm hooked. Um, just the the battle between Darth Vader and Luke in Cloud City is one of my favorite dual fight scenes in any movie ever. It's so good. And Han and Leia's romance... I don't know what happened from from this masterpiece where you can see their relationship going from where it was at the beginning to where it was at the end and then make the prequels with Padme and Anakin and just have them... It, it's easy. George Lucas didn't write this one or direct episode Then five. again, Return, Return of the Jedi wasn't that great either, so... That's true, but it was a lot better than any of the prequels. Yeah. I, I do too. I, I watched it. I love Return a of the year Jedi ago for the first time, and I was not a fan. The first I was time. Just like, I mean, I mean, yeah, no, I never seen it all the way through. 
until like a little less than a year ago. Oh, come on. When Luke walks into Jabba's palace and he's being all the, the, awesome. The whole Jabba's yeah, palace cool. scene like the whole, is perfect. All the Endor stuff, some of that was just dragged. I will admit the scene the, with um, Luke, Han, and Leia on Endor right before Luke goes to meet Vader is awful. It feels like the There's, prequels. I don't think anything in that movie is awful. It like, feels... I <laughs> don't think anything is awful. It's, no, in that movie, I don't but think... you anything. can tear in the lights out all you want, can't you? I gave it's, it a scene! John, you have to admit, the scene when Luke is talking to Leia on Endor feels like the prequels. No. Yes, it does! You won't admit. Uh, the, pre- the, the, the prequels it. are terrible. Yeah. I, I should say they're terrible. I, 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 it's the only bad scene in the movie... No, uh, Jedi Rocks is a bad scene. That singing scene? Yeah. But in the bar at the beginning? Jabba's Palace, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's, that's a bad scene. Yeah. Yeah, you forgot what that didn't you? I blocked that one out. Because <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. Okay, it's one of two bad scenes in the movie. I don't remember your scene, so... Yeah, it, it felt like watching... Um, like, if you put Hayden Christensen and What's-Her-Face, Natalie Portman, right up next to... Um, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, it would be the same. Same kind of acting, same tones, just boards talking to each other. (laughs) Bunk, bunk, bunk. That's what it was! No emotion. I'm pretty sure George Lucas was on set that day, and he was like, why are you having them act with so much emotion? uh, No, what George Lucas did for that movie was he directed all of the action and special effects scenes, but he didn't do any of the talking scenes. Hmm. Which is... George Lucas is good at action scenes. He's okay at action scenes. Good at special effects scenes. Return of the Jedi. Add lots of things into his scenes, so everything seems cluttered and busy. Well, it takes um, it takes your attention away from the poorly defined characters and terrible dialogue. Well, it's when they do like open shots of scenery. They're just like, look at all the stuff moving around. And the CGI toad they add into Jabba's palace and Return of the Jedi that. Although, which version of the movie did you watch? Oh, whatever the the new redone one was, because that's when I bought the Blu-ray. George Lucas's true vision. Yes, what he actually meant. God, what a piece of garbage. Have you seen the People vs. George Lucas? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you've seen that. All right. My number one. My number one, 2001 Space Odyssey. It's the same. I well, no. I I, I had Wally in Apollo thirteen and John. Between the three of us, our lists were the same. <laughs> Wait till you see my number one. <laughs> gonna see it coming. I saw this movie for the first time uh, about three years ago at this point, and saw it on what was it? Whatever it was seventy five millimeter, seventy millimeter, seventy millimeter. I think film. And the Stargate sequence still blows my mind in a kind of a bad way. Because I, I, I saw the movie at midnight, which was a bit, probably a bad idea, but that's when I had my ticket. And, yeah, I don't know what kind of drugs Kubrick was on, <laughs> but I can see all the drugs on the screen. So, it, it, visually fantastic. I don't know what he's trying to say with that. But it's it's that's a, just him as a director though. That's not just that movie. He has some weird stuff. Th- this one more so than others though. More so, yeah, definitely. But, but like Bloody Elevator and The Shining is also. But I know what that. But I know what that means. I don't know what this the Stargate sequence means. It's, gonna, it's just deeper. trippy. 
but it goes on for like 10 minutes. 10 minutes, it might not go on for 10 minutes, but it feels like John, 10 minutes. eat some shrooms and then watch it. <laughs> oh, I feel like that's what group was doing. Then you'll understand. I feel like that's what everyone else at my midnight screen was doing, because like... Well, yeah. Geez. All right, Tyler. Number one. You want to try to guess it? Wally. No, not Wally. Star Andy? Wars. No, go ahead. Number one is Interstellar. I talked about it on a previous podcast, and about how, for me, it's almost the spirit of sci-fi, and it's going to the penalty box now. It's it's retired. It's done. It's we need to make a list. Let's get a whiteboard. It will be on the, it will be on the website. <laughs> it will. I, Tiffany, do you have a whiteboard? <laughs> Darn. I'm surprised nobody. I'm surprised you didn't put Sunshine on your list. Oh, it's in my honorable mentions. I've only seen it once, and I'm not as big of a fan of it as a lot of Danny Boyle's work, but. It's it's on my on my side. I gotta watch it again. But no, my number one is Interstellar, hands down. Hmm. It's not a perfect movie, but it's also one I can watch over and over, and I still get really emotionally involved in. Because of Matthew McConaughey's acting. Yes. Never shed a tear. That's because you're dead inside. Because you watched it late at night after driving through snow or something. Well, I drove in a snowstorm to get to it, and yeah, but. I, so I, did we. I just didn't enjoy it. You went it. in like a sourpuss and you came out. We actually, we missed the first, what, like five minutes because I was late because I was helping somebody take their car out of a ditch. Yeah. We had to spend $25 a ticket for those IMAX tickets. I but did. you enjoyed it. Well, no, yeah. I, $25 a ticket? Yeah, IMAX is crazy. I because I was a member of the zoo. <laughs> I'm I had, a member of the zoo. I only had to pay twelve fifty. Oh. Honorable mentions for me, The Martian. That's really it. Um, I had uh, Sunshine, Avatar, and 1902's A Trip to the Moon, which was essentially the first sci-fi film, and I also watched that in film class in high school. I watched it in Hugo. Sti- it's still fun to watch. It's a f- like I've 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 actually shown it when I was doing some of my middle school teaching. I actually showed it to my students when I did a film history day, and they they did enjoy it. And it's a fun short. Uh, my honorable mentions are Apollo thirteen, The Martian, and Star Wars Episode seven, The Force Awakens. Uh, next week's show, we are going to be. Oh, I'll just toss this in quick since we kind of skipped news. I just thought this was kind of funny. My news was. The last diversion film's going straight to TV. Because oh, they bombed so I, I, I bad with that last that. movie. Wait, what? The, la- the Divergent? Oh, yeah. The okay. final film's going straight to TV. But they didn't talk to anybody about it. <laughs> like, they, didn't, they didn't talk to anybody. They just kind of decided this. Like, Shanley Woodley had no clue. That it's it, just funny. <laughs> but at that point, you, you, you've bought into the whole thing. Why not just release the last Nobody movie? Nobody bought into the last one. I saw it. Oh! Well, they're getting progressively worse from what I've heard. I haven't seen a single one in the series. Yeah, I've never had an interest. I didn't like the books. No. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get through the book. I had to shut it down. I tried to got halfway through it. I'm like, nothing's happening. I'm bored. I don't like any of these characters. Which is the same thing for the movie. They're, the the main character is a whinier version of Katniss. Teen fiction for the win. No, but just, you know what's good teen fiction? Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Harry Potter. Harry Potter is also good teen fiction. Just yeah. release the last movie. Why? They're going to make a TV show. Just no. put it out of its misery. This Never stop. This beaten to death. But just put out the last movie in theaters. Just write it off as a loss. If you continue to make a TV show, no one's going to freaking watch it. Well, uh, does anybody watch the Shadowhunters thing? No. The what? Okay. Um, it's a show on Freeform. Is that what it is now? I don't know. 
Freeform. I am a maybe uh, the moral instruments know. because that movie failed, so they decided to watch it again as a TV show. Next week, we are talking about Jason Bourne, The Hunt for the Wilder People, The Killing Joke, Woo! and Nerve. I don't know how you're going to see The Killing Joke yet, but I'll do some looking. I, I'm seeing Wilder People for sure. I haven't seen any of the Jason Bourne films all the way through, so I may have to just skip that one. Or you could just watch all the Jason Bourne films. I don't yeah, really want to Tyler, watch all the Jason no, Bourne films. No, Tyler, they're so worth they're, it. They're, they're really good. I don't, ha- I don't own them. They're so good. You can I own them on Blu-ray. They're on the Voodoo account. If you don't watch it, I'm going to be upset. Skip, so gonna... sk- skip the fourth one. Skip Jamie. Yeah. yeah. It's... It's not like... Okay. It's not if a bad you, movie, If you but... want a movie, you can just turn your brain off and enjoy some pointless action. Watch it. Any comments, questions, concerns, send them to filmologyshow at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. I have not been doing anything with the Twitter since a while. Uh, also, somebody record our penalty box movies on the Facebook page so we can remember. I have all the top fives. Boom. So I could just Jonathan has it covered. Never mind. It will be on the website, which is launching oh, Wednesday. John, um, Wednesday. You owe Sam and what was the other kid? Trent? Trey? 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 Trent? Trey. Trey? You owe Sam and Trey cookies. Why? They showed me to where the lemon juice is. <laughs> uh, this has been Johnny G from Phenology. I've been joined by. Tyler and Fowler Film. Andy and Patton still pending. And Eva. And Tiffany left. She's <laughs> over there, sleeping. Somewhere else. So, enjoy your weekend film. Bye, guys. Bye. Goodbye. 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 thrusters and impulse engines at your command, sir. Weapon systems and shields on standby. Dock control reports ready, Captain. Boats. Buckle up. Scotty, how we doing? Dilithium chambers at maximum, Captain. Get down! This shoot. Prepare to engage thrusters. Permission to come aboard, Captain. Permission granted. As you have yet to select the first officer, respectfully, I would like to submit my candidacy. Should you desire, I can provide character references. Would be my honor, Commander. Maneuvering thrusters, Mr. Sulu. Thrusters on standby. Take us out. Aye, aye, Captain. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Your ongoing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life forms and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before.